Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rhetoric. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. The test that we did yesterday is all wrapped up. It's all packed up and ready to head off to Pittsburgh, PA. First thing in the morning, we're taking a like an early flight to Pittsburgh. I hope all this airline stuff still gets me in there before noon because there's a lot of setting up to do and kind of learning about the place to see how I'm going to best bring stuff to all you guys. Well, in the way, welcome aboard, welcome aboard, welcome aboard, welcome aboard. We have in the house, Bridge MCP, in the house, Melissa E. Noble, in the house, May Wood, in the house, Melanie Keelan from España, Barcelona. We also have AVQ, one and only Michael Rodney. Deb Denny is in the house. Welcome aboard. We're starting at a good clip here. And of course, you know, uh, it's it's almost like Brother Rodney is making up for lost time because he's filled me up. But, you know, I'm going to read as much as I can. And we're going to get into this program. And you guys keep sending me messages, what you want to talk about. I have two major stories that I want to hit you up with. And then we'll talk. But let me ask you to be thinking about this uh, as you do your comments. What I'm going to try to do is for the podcasters, right? The podcasters, when we pick, pick a topic, they want to at least know that some of the comments that we're going to be answering. It's your show. But the, for the podcasters of the other owners of this show, meaning all our podcasters, they also want to know that some of the stuff we have covered in the title is covered as well. So today, two topics. We want to talk about uh, uh, da, Lula uh, da, da Silva in Brazil has a 12-point lead over the right-wing MAGA uh, guy. You know, we're talking about El Senor Bolsonaro. And we also want to talk about uh, this article that I saw from, um, um, what's his name? Um, uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, Paul Krugman talking about uh, why Republicans have given up on environmentalism, which isn't true, right? Because after all, I mean, well, it's true, but after all, Republicans never used to be that way. Nixon actually, if I believe it was Nixon, passed the EPA law. So I don't know what's going on, but he has some items and we want to talk about that. So those are two things I'd like you to keep some context when we're talking about. Anyway, Egberto Willis, I'm back. And I'm over the limit again, says uh, Michael Rudnan. And guess what he does? He goes ahead and he shows us something special. And what is that special thing he's showing us? Look at that really cool glasses the brother got. He got, so, hey, you're going to be walking out there in New York with your new lens man. And those ladies are going to be looking at brother Rudnan and they're going to say, who's that cute guy out there? All right, man, I love your lens. Folks, for those of you that are looking at it on the screen, there is Brother Rodnan's new abode. Anyway, or net abode, new lens. Anyhow, let's get into business and start uh, reading. Let me read uh, Bridges first because Rodnan has a whole lot out there. Let's see. Bridges says, a new era of political... No, that's not the first one from her. The longtime CFO of the Trump Organization is in talks to plead in wide-ranging fraud case. Two sources tell NPR, New York, Alan Weinsberg... The longtime chief financial officer of the Trump Organization is in talks to plead guilty in a wide-ranging fraud case. Two people familiar with the case tells NPR the move comes just days after the Supreme Court judge and merchant denied a motion to dismiss the case and set the trial date in October. Court records show a hearing for Weisberg was just added to the court calendar for Thursday. Interesting enough, most of the experts believe that he's not going to give it, give up on Trump because he got for the maximum charge he's only gotten five or is going to get five months. So, who 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 says what? Who knows? All right. 
From Rodnan, the independent UK, Trump warns terrible things are going to happen as he's uh, blamed for anti-FBI violence. Trump told Fox News Digital the country is in a very dangerous position. Place, of course, it's by him. There is a tremendous anger like I've never seen before ever all, uh, over all of the scams and this new one. Years of scams and witch hunts and now this. The FBI recovered 11 sets of classified documents of Mar-a-Lago, uh, Mr. Trump, Florida residents and private clubs. Some of the documents were unsealed. Search warrant revealed that he's been investigated for obstruction of justice and possible violations of this Finance Act. I'm going to stop right there. I'd say two things. This is from Rudnan. First, which found? Trump was over 30,000 lies to his credit. His business are a fraud, and he's got five criminal investigations going on right now. Second, what Trump just did is yet another barely veiled threat of violence. The uh, definition of stochastic terrorism. That's what he's doing. Exactly. What he's doing is saying, you keep handling, messing with me, my people are going to revolt. And you know, Americans uh, in general, not from places like Panama and Nicaragua and these places where we've really had unrest, kind of get scared of that stuff. America, don't be scared of that stuff. Donald Trump's power isn't that large. The amount of people that follow him compared to the rest of the population ain't that large in real. It's all, it's all a figment of his imagination and people with very loud mouths. That said, you know, you got to have some pelotas to really know you're doing wrong and going out there and trying to make yourself a victim or somebody's victimizing you. Amazing. Egberto, one for the screen. Scotastic terrorism. The, the public demonization of a person or a group resulting in the incitement of violent act, which is statistically prob- probable... But not never heard the word before. Actually, that's why I tell you about. I uh, come into a program like uh, politics. All right, we learn a lot, right? Uh, let's see what that thing says. Let's see if I'll we'll put it. Oh, <laughs> you know, Rodney is a funny brother. Look, look at what he did. He he actually gave us the definition that I don't have to read. There's the definition of stochastic. Okay, all right. Uh, let's see. The Daily Beast. Trump floats yet another excuse. The Mar-a-Lago docs were privileged. His claim that some documents were protected uh, by executive and attorney-client privilege adds to an ever-changing list of defenses. Trump and his acolytes have offered a Rolodex of reasons to prove the president's supposed innocence, many of which were increasingly less rooted in reality as they try to blame President Joe Biden and the Department of Justice for a political thing. I'm going to predict, this is from Rudden, I'm going to predict, the conservatives in the chat are going to continue defending nonsense, despite whatever desperate excuse they prefer as their favorite being contradicted by evidence, witness, and some. Their look, you know, I, I I'll be honest with you for for the for the Trump sycophant, I honestly, honestly do not really quite understand it. Okay, I really don't see uh, why it is that. Um, People are so attached to this thug. Somebody that is proven has taken advantage of people over and over again. Somebody that proves he cares nothing about paying bills that he owes. Somebody that he doesn't mind ripping off the average American citizen. What is it? Is it that he's the only one that has balls enough to some to work on their insecurities? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, let's continue here. Daily Beast, uh, no, let's see. Michael Rudnan also says, Common Dream study, 94% of prepackaged and homemade U.S. baby foods contain toxic heavy metals. Almost all of baby foods that parents in the United States feed their children, whether purchased at the store or prepared at home, contains deductible amount of toxic heavy metals that can impair brain development, according to the new research published Thursday. 
which led to renowned demands for improved regulations. A previous study by Health Babies uh, Flight found 95% of prepackaged baby foods tested were contaminated with toxic heavy metals, including lead, arsenic, cadmium, and mercury, sparking congressional investigation and conversations about whether homemade baby foods are a safe alternative. We as a nation have so many problems that we have to reckon with. We never have imagined poison, baby food, and contaminated... Look, what is sad about putting all this stuff out there, right? Is we are supposed to be this bastion of freedom, bastion of, of everything that is good. While we allow a plutocracy, whenever they say they don't want regulations, what they mean is they want the option to throw the lead in your baby's bodies. It's not that they want to throw lead in your baby's bodies, right? It is just that it's too inefficient to do things neatly. Put the lead aside, put the cadmium aside, put all these bad things aside, put them into a position that won't get into the food supply uh, abundantly and affect you. Oh, it costs too much for us to do it, right? Not really. It costs their profits and their unending desire for more profits, more profits that they could ever spend. When we tell you about the evil of, our, of, of an economic system like this, this is what we're talking about at the expense of babies. All right, Michael Runner says, uh, Babies Bright Futures uh, tweeted, Currently, the FDA's deadline to propose draft action levels for arsenic in April 2024. Our study on heavy metals in baby foods came out in 2019. And every day that the FDA delays is another day babies developing brain armed by toxic chemicals. You know, so they, they, they make more profit by dirtying up the environment. Your baby gets sick and they make more profit by having to heal your baby, right? <laughs> It's the biggest racket there is, I tell you, this economic system. All right, Michael Rennett also said, the Weather Channel, cannibal coronal mass ejections to trigger geomagnetic storms on August 18th. Am I flying then? Oh, I'll be already there. Power grid fluctuations, Aurora is expected. Moderate G2 solar storm is expected this Thursday. There's two CME coming at us at once. The second one faster than the first, meaning they're going to combine before they hit. Brownouts and other service outages are possible. That's dangerous, but expected to be limited in scope. Some pretty lights in the night are likely. So Thursday will be a good night to be outside for this. I'll be in Pittsburgh, so we'll see. I don't know if there's a dark place in Pittsburgh I'll be able to get to, but we'll see. All right. CBS News from Michael Rennett. Steep water cuts are coming to the southwest as Colorado River shrinks and Lake Mead's level plummets. It lost already 25 feet, I believe, this year. Think about that, folks. Think about that drop. It's ridiculous. Uh, Lake Mead and Lake Powell, and amid overuse of the river and the aridification of the nation, the federal government is preparing to make mandatory water cuts and asking states to devise a plan to save the river basin. Two major announcements are predicted to come by next Tuesday. The first is a forecast for the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation that could trigger the first ever Tier 2 water shortage for the lower Colorado Basin. The, uh, the second is the Bureau Next Step in, uh, in Demand. Then seven states in the river basin come up with a way to voluntarily cut 25% of their water usage, or the federal government will do it for them. That is a dangerous point. I mean, it's not only dangerous that they won't have their water to drink, but a lot of our winter greens come from the growth in the desert, from all the land that is watered by the Colorado. We have a problem, and, uh, you know, uh, that that it's not major news on the networks. It's almost like they're acquiescing to the GOP sycophancy with those who do not believe climate change is as truthful as it is. I hate to put it that way, right? 
But there are a lot of times that when, whenever these networks put things on TV that, that really starts to put how dangerous our climate situation is, oh, you're just appeasing. You're just trying to appease those libs. This is serious. And not having vegetables affect all of us. And having to import them from, from the southern part of Mexico and Central America, while it should be good for those economies, it's bad for us both for shipping and quite a bit more in expenses and inflation, etc., we should really think seriously about these issues. Bridge MCP says, Isn't this a felony? The Washington Post Trump allied lawyers sought voting machines data. Uh, yes, that's a, it should be a felony. I, I saw that, that, that news where Trump's people were actually going into machines to get their data. Sad. Okay, Bridge MTP says, I read that one already. Bridge also said, a new era of political violence is here. The danger is not organized civil war, but individual Americans with deep resentment and delusion. I agree. It's not the civil war of the past that we're going to have. It's going to be the kind of uh, thing where you have these right-wing nuts with AR-15s coming and messing with certain people, messing with the government. That is what we're looking at. And I tell you what, uh, when, when it starts, I hope the same, I, I, I hope... You know how the police like to deal with uh, bodies of color. They have a tendency to shoot first and ask later. Um, Let's see if that is going to be the type of results we get when these nutcases start using their AR-15s and start really mass murdering or mass damaging things because we know. We know. We'll see. We'll see if they take them for Whataburgers and and Burger Kings before they take them into custody after they've mowed down a whole lot of people. We'll see. We'll see. All right. uh, what What else we got here? Maywood says, good afternoon, everyone, and how are we doing today? Uh, Deb Dennis said, I suspect Trump wants to be redacted, warrants to be released so he can find out who the whistleblower is, and he won't. I mean, you know, Trump thinks he's smart. Trump is not smart. Trump is just a bully that too many are fearful of, but most are smarter than he is. Melissa Noble says, Bridge MCP say, peace. Melissa Noble says, Trump is like the guy that kills his wife and family and burns the house down. If he can't have them, nobody can, else can. His fascists and or blind followers hate to be wrong or humiliated. They are hanging on by a tooth and nail and all the humor condescending and what is being revealed and rubbing in the face of Trumpers is fuel on the fire. You know, at some point, he's going to do something that even affects them. And then they'll make that change. Uh, uh, Eric says, BP uh, exiting Mexican oil assets as they are Returning to the Pemex days of state oil. Corruption, here we come. Oh, so in other words, when the state controls the oil resources, there's corruption. What do you call it when the private sector controls the resources? Isn't that corruption too? I mean, I, I just saw the largest... You know, I, I, we just experienced the largest corruption of any private sector industry in American and world history. The amount of money extracted by the oil companies in this last glut. In other words, this false shortage that was used to extract all these billions of dollars from people. 
remember, see how fast the oil, the gasoline prices are falling? They were about to create something known as demand destruction. Right? Look it up in economic terms. Demand destruction. They were pri- Remember we, when we talk about whatever the market can bear and all of that? All these theories by capitalism were used to pilfer the American people out of all their stimulus money and all that kind of stuff. And when they reached that point where the stimulus money plus credit plus wages ran out and then the real decline started, then they started to say, up, we better drop the prices again. I wish people understood that part of economics. This is important. Eric A. just talked about, oh, look at this. Uh, oil companies are get, uh, the private companies are getting out of Mexico now, so now the Mexican government is going to take it over. I say, great. If, if there's going to be any kind of hanky-panky, I'd rather we the people do it than the few of the corporate guys. Okay? Let's go. That's what it's all about. All right, what else we got here? Um, para ver, Michael Egberto. Yeah, those articles are all stuff I read today and yesterday evening, making up for lost time. No, Rodney, I know you're reading all the time now. Come on, you can't be just reading a few, a few just these last two days now. Eric Hayes says, White House Press Conference 1. Really? This is no Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, it's inflation reduction for all the people that aren't going to have to spend $2,000 more, uh, more than, more than $2,000 on, uh, on, on health care. You see, here is the deal. There is inflation, right? Inflation is an aggregate number. In other words, inflation is 10%. Or inflation is 9%, and it fell to 8.5%. But you know what they don't tell you? Inflation is sort of a spurious thing, right? In other words, if inflation is high, and one kind of lettuce costs went up in price by $10, right? We go to the cheaper kind of lettuce. To me, my inflation is not 8 or 9%. The same thing goes with, uh, the per- with, with policy, right? Okay, the corporations don't want to drop prices on certain things, but the government can come in with policy and says, we are not going to allow... A, an elderly person to spend more of, more than $2,000 of their disposable income on drugs, period. So, to that particular person who would have spent $4,000 on drugs, now only having to spend $2,000 because of this bill, inflation has dropped dramatically for that person. It is important when, when, whenever... Democrats are taught, whenever they, Republicans give them the crap about, this is not really an inflation reduction bill. It's an inflation reduction bill for the people who most need it. It may not be inflation reduction for that person who's making a million. It may not be inflation reduction for that person who's making $100,000. But for that person who can get medicine at, at a cheaper price, it is inflation reduction because their total out of pocket pocket living expenses are going to be less. So to them, inflation has fallen. To them, inflation may even be non-existent. And it would even be better if we gave basic income. It would even be better if we gave child care. It would even be better if we gave uh, family leave. It would even be better if we had 
student loan forgiveness for those who needed student loan forgiveness, then inflation would be down for those people. And then the corporate sector can rip everybody off if they want to. And they can choose to be ripped off by supporting a, an economic system that does that. It's that simple. Simple. All right. Alistair Waters, welcome to Politics Done Right, my dear beautiful sister. Nice specs, brother Rudnin. Rudnin is tough, man. Uh, Daniel Addo says, welcome, Daniel. E. Noble, except he is telling everyone to calm down. No, he's not. Read between the lines. Uh, he's saying, you mess with me, the calm won't. That's what he's saying. All right, who else we got here? E2247 says, will you be on radio instead? No, actually... While I'm on Radio Row, that's, so, that's why I did the test with my daughter yesterday. When you guys saw me have all the banners up and so forth, I am, I'm creating a similar setup in Pittsburgh. And I intend to do, uh, tomorrow will be a live show, but with tape, with, you know, um, we're going to have, uh, I think it's going to be uh, J. Crew is going to be on. Chuck Cruz is going to be on. A guy running for uh, state congress here in texas this guy should be the template that we use all over the country and then of course bridge mcp is going to have a a great piece on the program as well i think you guys are going to love uh tomorrow's program that i'm preparing tonight and setting up to run at three o'clock tomorrow so it's going to be fine you guys going to love it deborah virgin welcome aboard virgin my dear beautiful friend welcome aboard eric hay says egberto are you calling out to being scared of a shadow? I'm never scared of my shadow. Lee Grant. My brother Lee Grant is in the house. Welcome, Lee. How are you doing today? Uh, Eric Hayes says, what happened to, in 2020 violence? 2020 violence was mostly isolated but highlighted. Again, I repeat. 2020 violence was isolated but highlighted. Let me give an example. I had a, a good friend of mine, another activist that worked with me at Coffee Party, uh, Bobby Rodrigo. Uh, they, 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 if you stayed in Texas, you would have thought it was burning and the, everything was falling down in, in Portland, Oregon. Oh, it's, it's a mess. It's, it's riots in Oregon. Four city blocks where the park was, was where you had the camp out, where you had every night the fights between uh, several different groups and police officers. Four city blocks. The rest of Portland was living its life just fine. Most of downtown Portland was living its fine just fine. That is like having a little park in downtown Houston. Having Every night they're having these kind of fights with police officers and, and, and throwing stones between each other. And then you're blowing it up. Houston is a huge, huge landmass area. I mean, you can drive 50 miles and still remain in Houston. And I'm talking 50 miles in a near straight line. And you're still in Houston. And only that little four or five blocks, there is a, a, a confrontation with cops and throwing rocks. And, 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 and they're, they're throwing all kind of, what do you call it again? Uh, that gas, you know. And then they call it, oh, big riots in Houston, Texas. Not really. So what you saw on TV for BLM was very much isolated, but very much highlighted. And I think folks need to understand that very importantly. Most people didn't see anything. But they saw a lot on TV that was designed to scare them. All right, Daniel Ledo says, are you scared to consider the FBI is corrupt? No, the FBI is corrupt. I'm not scared to consider that the FBI is corrupt at all. 
The FBI is corrupt. The police system is corrupt. All of these things are corrupt. The thing is level of corruptedness and also whether the people that are handling Trump are corrupt or not. Which I say, Trump has given us ample examples that he is an evil, corrupt, thuggish thief. So, I mean, I don't see anything wrong. I mean, so I'm, and everything that the FBI is finding with Donald Trump is actually quite, you know, nothing unexpected. All right, Michael says, Corazic terrorism is a meme that I have posted on here before. All right, didn't know that. Lee Grant says, Trump seems to be looming larger than ever. Yeah, and you know what? Democrats love it. As long as Trump looms long, larger than Republicans are able to lie about the economy, that means exactly what I posted today. Democrats will be winning more Senate seats in the Senate, and they will be holding the Congress with a minor win. In other words, they may get two or three more seats in Congress. That's my analysis thus far. So Democrats, just remember, go out. If you guys want to win, go out there and vote because everything is looking your way now. You're about to get a new senator from Pennsylvania. You're about to get, keep a senator that you should not have had in Georgia. You're about to get a new senator in Ohio. You're about to get a new senator in... Um, in Donde Esta, you're about to get a new senator in Wisconsin. You're going to hold your senator in Colorado. And you're going to hold your senator in Arizona. Think about that. Who would have thunk it that you're ahead in all of those races and that your, your polling is not on the decline, but your polling, the directionality of the polls are up. In other words, we're not at the low point. We're actually growing. This is unheard of for the incumbent party. Usually, at this point, they are on the decline. It's the complete opposite this time around. So, Democrats, progressives, and all the others, just keep registering people and just keep making sure they are not scared of the yahoos, the yahoos being those who are allowed to be manipulated by Donald Trump. And you know what? You are going to have a beautiful, a beautiful November. And come January, we are going to start doing the things we can because we are going to get rid of the filibuster. And we're going to really start helping people. Really help people that mansion and cinema has prevented us from helping. All right, continuing. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see. I'm, 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 I'm scrolling down. Lee Grant says, Trump did a good job securing the southern border. No, he did not. Biden threw all of it away, legal crossing. Uh, Trump was evil at the border. Trump made us look like evil compared to, uh, to, the, to the, the, the prime minister of, the, the former prime minister of Germany. Uh, what's her name again? You know who I mean. Merkel. Uh, Egberto, bastion of freedom. You're free to poison yourself because profits would be damaged if we had better food. <laughs> Uh, let's see Let's see what else we got here Lee Grant says Trump did a good job I said he did not Melissa said How about how the food is grown? Chemicals that are used to grow are Not allowed in other countries ALR is a good example I'm glad he said that ALR used to be used on apples In the United States We found out how bad it was So we just shipped it overseas Look up ALR I don't know if they're still shipping it overseas I imagine they still are ALR is, the, is, the, is a particular chemical Check it out uh, continuing, Deb Dennis says, replying to Daniel, since when is it corrupt to go after criminals? Exactly, Deb. Uh, here it is. Power grid uh, flux. Hmm, could it be a word 
when blowing the power grid is in bad shape because we had Republican policies that did not ensure regulations that made sure that the guys who are giving us power in necessary resource did so in a regulated manner. But you know what I think? We need to nationalize the power industry. We need to nationalize the oil industry. We need to nationalize the healthcare industry and keep within free enterprise only those sectors that people are not absolutely dependent on to prevent those profiteers from living off of the backs of people from things that they must have and these guys hold them hostage for. All right. Deb Denny says... uh, It's one thing to be frustrated. It's another thing altogether to blame all your problems on people you disagree with. Very smart, uh, Danny. Paul Fleming is in the house. Paul, thank you for those uh, those, uh, comments that you, not comments, those stories that you sent me earlier today on my my feed. That was great. Uh, May Wood is in the house. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. These people are acting individually or in small groups will be led not by rebel generals but by narcissistic wannabe heroes and they will be egged on by cowards and instigators who will inflame them uh, from safety of a television or a radio studio. Exactly, that's, that's it. Uh, occasionally they will congeal into a mob as they did in January 6, 2016. And what I say is uh, the, the, they need to get the same treatment everybody else gets. Melissa Noble says, I heard... I heard Tom Hartman mention that there are now pink AK-15s for girls. Imagine that, right? I mean, these guys are instigating this stuff. And then we pay to, to, uh, to make schools, what, what do you call it? To strengthen schools. To strengthen the doors and windows in schools. Or to pay to employ people to stop the violence created by the creator of these weapons of war. So we say, you guys can create all the weapons of war you want. But we, the rest of us, have to go uh, make all of our buildings protected against you. Spend billions of dollars so that you can make billions for the few people that supports your company. It's a shame. It's a, I mean, it's a lack, it's a poor use of resources. And um, we, one of these days, I hope we get with the program. Deb Denny, thank you for that comment. Uh, let's see. Uh, May would, Michael says, Egberto, when I didn't have glasses after my first pair broke, no, was not reading much news, only watching videos. Okay, brother, I hear you. I hear you. Bruce says, I'm waiting to see what happens before election day, and now it affects things. How it affects things. It in, it in still dollar taco in Cleveland, Texas. Man, you're going to still get your dollar taco, man, even if they make the taco a little smaller. And if they make the taco a little smaller, for me, it's great because it's good for my waistline, right? Uh, Michael Rennes says, I wouldn't be able to read either and almost brought the same glasses, but can't wait six months. I hear you, brother. Hey, but your glasses look nice. Robert Davenport, greetings, progressives. It's almost, almost time. Hit the thumbs up and ask. Paul Fleming, it helps my $2,200 a month. What is $2,200 a month, uh, Paul Fleming? Anyway, folks. Uh, give that thumbs up, please. Give that thumbs up, please. Give that thumbs up to uh, and that like for me. We're doing fine. All right. Inflationary is transitory. It's transitory because eventually the corporation inflate themselves out of, out of people buying their stuff when the people run out of money. Uh, it would be true inflation reduction if they brought back child tax credit. Oh, I didn't know. Bruce, are you telling me that there is not the child tax credit anymore? I thought that was... That the old child tax credit I thought was permanent. I thought there was an additional child tax credit, which actually kind of mimics something like basic income during the pandemic. That was, I think, like $300 a week or something like that. I don't remember what it was, something in that area, per child or something like that. Or $300 per child per month or something like that. I don't remember. 
anyhow, let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, Paul Fleming says, when, when it comes to inflation, for me, I pay $2,200 a month. So just think that's going to do for my... Oh, I see. You're paying $2,200 a month for your medication. And if, if it's limited to $2,000, that is a 10% reduction of your bill. I get it, brother. Lee Grant says, Portland is still it's a S show. Crime is up big time. All right. You know what? You guys are right. Crime is up big time. Crime is up big time, but from a low point. But that's not the issue. Crime is up because there are more guns on the market. And who puts more guns on the market? The, 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 the Republican folks have allowed crime to go ballistic by allowing so many more guns on the market. So easy access to guns and people buying guns in red states. That is why crime rate is up. And every Democrat better have that on their tongues. Crime rate is up? Yes. Why is crime rate up? Because we have red states selling guns to thugs. Why is crime up? Because we have red states that have humongous gun laws. And that's why crime in red states are up higher than crime in blue states. All of these things should be on the tip of every single Democrat and progressive's tongue. Understand it, folks. They want to use crime against Biden, use crime against their policies. And you can give examples. Crime in Houston shot up as soon as everybody and their mother could get a gun. And guess what? The crime that you're seeing on TV now is like the wild, wild west. You see somebody going down the freeway, they hit you. You get out of your car and you start shooting. Why? Because you have easy access to guns and nobody got to check you to get that gun. That's the truth. Look it up. All right, so remember, crime rate up. Why? Republican policies of unfettered access to weapons of war and weapons in general. Don't you forget it. Okay, Lee Grant says, Portland be like riot set fire to federal courthouse in uh, Portland one day after fencing removed. Okay. You know? And one building? Uh, Hey, they solve it, right? Okay. Pro says, define corrupt. When was the FBI corrupt? Before Hoover? Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, Bruce, you're a smart dude. You remember Hoover, all right. Uh, Bruce Pollard says, Wisconsin. Thank you, Bruce. Pat, uh, let's see what else we got here. Melissa Noble says, check your voter registration. Be sure it has been, uh, hasn't been hasn't been eliminated. I haven't checked mine. I will check mine. I thank you for saying that, Bruce, uh, Melissa. Okay. But that's an important note there. A lot of you have voted, have, have registered to vote. Okay, if you are in any state, but specifically red states that have started purging their voter rolls, this is important, folks. I want you to listen securely. I want you to listen attentively, please. I beg of thee. If you are in a specifically red state that have started to purge their rolls, but specifically in red states that have started to purge their rolls. The idea is they are going to get rid of all kind of folks that haven't voted in a while. And they're going to try to find all kind of metrics that doesn't seem to be prejudicial, but they will be. You know, that is like saying, don't allow, uh, you cannot use a student ID that the state provides to students as a, an identification, but you can use a gun license. It doesn't seem discriminatory on the face. But who uses student IDs and always have student IDs and who has gun licenses? There you go. Remember that. So you have to remember about 
about, uh, they, they say 30 days, but do it before 30 days. About uh, 30 days plus two weeks, about 44 days before the election. Check your voter records at your county uh, office, okay? You can look it up online. Look it up. Am I registered? Look it up. There are a lot of organizations helping people out. And make sure that you are registered. But don't only make sure you're registered. After you have the screen that shows you're registered, take a copy of that screen, either with a screen share or a screen whatever. And you have that printed with you and have it in your online vault. And when you go to vote, if they tell you you are not on that list, you show them that. And then you let them know you're immediately going to the media and call me. All right? Call me and we're going to do a live stuff on, on that. Because there's a, the, the kind of voter suppression that's happening right now is going to be a very calculated voter suppression. So please remember to do that. 44 days before the election, check the records to make sure you are registered to vote. But here's a big kicker. Take a copy of that to show that you're registered to vote. 30 days before the election, check to make sure you're still registered to vote. Copy that as well. Two weeks before it's time for early voting or whatever, check the record to make sure you are registered to vote again. And keep that in your records. I know there's a lot of keeping in your records, folks. But when somebody is trying to create a fascist state... These are the things they do to prevent you from voting. So please remember to do these things and vote, vote, and vote. All right, time to make my pitch. I'm going to make my pitch a little later because I really want to get this. Thank, Deb, I love you. Thank you for telling me this. Um, I, I need folks to support my, my GoFundMe. My GoFundMe is behind, folks. Go to politicsandright.com slash netroots, politicsandright.com slash netroots. I'm going on a trip tomorrow, but my trip ain't paid for yet because, you know, I need to get my GoFundMe going. So I ask you so kindly, so kindly, so kindly to go ahead and support it at politicsdoneright.com slash netroots. And I'm putting that in the feed right now. So I'm going to talk about the books in a little bit later, but I'm going to throw that one in there first. All right. Let me get back to, uh, to, get back to, to where I was. Let me see. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. All right, Chris Hedges, we are not the first civilization to collapse, but we will probably be the last. You know, Chris Hedges is a dark dude, man. He, he, uh, I interviewed him a couple of times. You can check out uh, Chris Hedges on my YouTube site. But also, uh, we sponsored him with the Houston Peace and Justice Center. I had to pick him up and, you know, did I pick him? No, no, I, I didn't pick him up. I, I met him at the hotel. Uh, to talk to him and uh, when he was and presented him at the Houston Peace of Justice, we honored him at that particular program. Great guy, great guy, but man, he's pessimistic about the entire society. Too pessimistic, in my opinion. But I love the guy. All right, Peggy Lopez, welcome aboard. She says, "Got to leave early. Have a great few days away. Miss seeing Ashley today. Yes, she is out with her. Her she and her mother went to an appointment. Her mother fell." And she went to do a, 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 a on the bus, you know, school bus, and, and had to go do an MRI on her cheek to make sure it's all fine. Uh, Robert Davenport says, see ya, Peggy. Uh, let's see what else we got here, and then I'm going to go into the story. Kathy Pascual, Pascal, I am sick of hearing this. Uh, holds n- <laughs> I hear you, Kathy. I hear you. Kathy, let me tell you something. Uh, after 2024, it's going to be over. Unfortunately... For the next few years, he is still with us. 
he is still with us. Billy James, uh, Daniel Edo says, Maywood, you seriously don't know you are a authoritarian, authoritarian Marxist. You know, I don't see how Marxism, I always, I'm not a Marxist per se, right? But I always wonder how a system controlled by the people is authoritarian, but one controlled by a few isn't. It, you know, when I tell you that conservatives know how to flip things around, I want you to think about this. Capitalism, where the shareholders are in control, the wealthy folks who own the company are in control. Right? And they give directions to the executives to do whatever they want. They hire indentured servants, employees, to do what they tell them to do. And they pay politicians to pass laws that the people who elect these politicians may not want so that they can poison your food with lead and all these other things. I'm, I'm exaggerating this stuff, right? But that is a basis of capitalism, right? You look at any socialist group or whatever, it's about the people owning the corporation, they collectively doing the work, they, if they democratically elect their leadership. If they fail, they fail. If they don't fail, they don't fail, right? That is, so it's amazing how you have been taught to believe that a system that is really an authoritarian system isn't, and one governed by the people is Norman sent me a, a, a video, I mean a, a podcast that gave the genesis of the Constitution. When I've spoken about the Constitution being a capital document, a lot of, or uh, everybody got mad, or not everybody, a lot of folks got mad. And then he proved that after the he, he, Norman reminded me of the Shea Rebellion, and the Shea's Rebellion is what was the foundation, what got the foundation of the the Constitution started. I'm going to see if Norman... I'm going to try to put that in the link somewhere. Anyway, continuing. Uh, am I missing anything before I go to what we're talking about? Daniel Lowe says, Sounds like Egberto doesn't trust the election system, just like I don't trust the FBI. Hmm. No, I trust the election system. I don't trust the people who are running a lot of the elections, specifically in the states where they're trying to create voter suppression. And Tom C. has a new limerick out. Tom, I, Tom, I have a favor to ask you, because you sent a limerick before... And I kind of lost that limerick, you know. But you always have this good stuff. So you know I have some of your items on our, on our site. I'd love if you'd put a lot of this into another, you know, group of stuff so that I can post it as another set of limericks from Tom, if you, if you don't mind. But here we go. At Mar-a-Lago, we're hidden in many a box, government files, and classified docs. Most keep wondering why. Even the FBI. But not Trump's base or the people's at Fox. I love it. Let's repeat it. At Mar-a-Lago, we're hidden... Wait, let's go. At Mar-a-Lago, we're hidden in many a box. Government files and classified docs. Most keep wondering why. Even the FBI. But not Trump's base. Or the people at Fox. Oh, wow. That's a good one, Tom. I love it. Carl Cox says, Report, Republican politicians don't like a clean environment because they won't get the big bucks from the polluters who are making it. Eric Case. All right. And uh, last one from Bridge says, I have maybe 1,500 people in town. I don't need to absentee vote anymore and already have voted. Small town benefits in addition. Got farm corn, eggs, ducks, eggs, broccoli, past tomatoes, lettuce. You, you, you live around very good people. Love it, Tom C. Love it, Tom C. Okay, let's go to, let me put this on the screen. Uh, let me let me first talk a little bit about the environment. I'll make this one a very short one. Um, let's see how much time I got. 
Oh, I only got 12 minutes. So I'm going to make this about a two-minute session, the other one about a four-minute session. Then I'll do my ask. At, I'll do my ask at the end. I'll, I'll start doing my ask at the end, I believe. Um, let's see. All right. Para ver, para ver. Where did I put it on the screen? I, I just did a new window chat thing. Here we go. I think that's it. Why Republicans Turned Against the Environment by Paul Krugman. And he starts out and he said, in 1990, Congress passed an amendment to clean air, the Clean Air Act of 1970, among other things, taking action against acid rain, urban smog, and ozone. The legislation was highly successful, greatly reducing pollution at far lower costs than business interest groups had predicted. I sometimes see people trying to use acid rain as an example of environmental alarmism. Hey, it was a big issue in the 1980s, but now hardly anyone talks about it. But the reason we don't talk about it is that the policy largely solved the problem. What's really striking from today's perspective, however, is the fact that in 1990, legislation passed Congress with overwhelming bipartisan majorities. Among those voting, yeah, was a first-term senator from Kentucky. Mitch McConnell. That was then. This is now. The Inflation Reduction Act, which is, despite its name, is mainly a climate bill with a side helping of health reform, didn't receive a single Republican vote. Now, the IRA isn't a leftist plan to insert big government into everyone's lives. It doesn't coerce Americans into going green. It relies on subsidies to promote low-emission technologies, probably creating many new jobs. So why the scorch-earth GOP opposition? Yesterday, somebody said, Egberto, you know, if, if, if Kamala Harris were to run against Liz Cheney, I would probably vote for Liz Cheney because of the resolve and the good, good deed Liz Cheney did. And I can understand that. But when you look at even Liz Cheney voted against this bill it it tells you why the only way Liz Cheney could get a vote of mine is if the democratic or progressive alternative is so bad so purchased by the corporatocracy that I find her a more honest uh, broker to the policies progressives want and based on this vote that is unlikely but the important thing to note here is that the act, I believe, was signed by President Nixon. Likewise, it had complete bipartisan support. And there is a part of this article. There's a lot more to the article. I have it in the, in the blog. Please read it. But there's more to this article that needs to be noticed. And this is what, why we have to have an educated population. Because a lot of conservatives would say, look how much money we spent on acid rain and all this kind of stuff. And look now, there is no acid rain. Okay. And the reason there's no acid rain in, in, to speak of is because the policy works. Why would we want to penalize and start talking about, hey, look at all of we invested in this stuff and now there's no acid rain, when it is the policy that was causal for there not being acid rain? But that is not how many on the right believe. They're like, we shouldn't have spent it in the first place. And we look at all that money we spent to clean up those towers. Well, it worked. And the same thing with climate change would work. We are the largest polluters of the climate, including us with India and China and a few other Western countries that through, well, actually the Western countries through the vast majority of all the, 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 the carbon in the air that's now causing havoc around the world. So we bear a bigger responsibility to clean up. It's that simple. We did most of the dirty in. We got wealthy from it. 
shouldn't we also be the ones to clean it up? I think so. And thank, thank goodness that we have the, not the bare minimum we've started to do. Now bring more progressives into the fold in 2022, this year, and there's lots more to do, lots more jobs to be created because of the amount of work we have to get done. Let's do it. But, and, and let's also start reminding Republicans, true Republicans, of their environmental heritage. Because I think we can bring a whole lot of good Republicans on board to start supporting these policies. Okay, uh, let's see. Davenport says, we should review the past comments and see when Daniel began not trusting the FBI. Bet it did not post his distrust until it handlers made it a talking point. That's right. Paratin, paratin requires no thinking. Wake up. And that is what we're trying to do here, uh, Brother Davenport, to get people to start thinking. Start thinking. Uh, Michael Rodin said, Egberto, negative. China emits more carbon than the U.S. and the EU combined. That's not a historical perspective. That's how it is now. Okay, thank you for... for I don't know that I said otherwise, but if I did, uh, I'm corrected. That said, China has more population than both the U.S. and the EU combined. Exactly. Per capita, per capita, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm glad that you found that, that answer. Now, um, I think China also is the largest emitter of, or rather, larger, largest maker of solar panels, etc., etc. So, and they're moving greener, I believe, faster than we are, maybe on a per capita basis. You can find that out for me, sir. All right. The next story that I want to talk about, however, is more important. And that is, uh, I think the fever is breaking. The last place I would have expected to see a Bolsonaro, meaning a MAGA, MAGA clone of Trump, is anywhere in Central America that isn't really very much as it was controlled by the CIA. I'd never expected to see a Bolsonaro in, um, in, in uh, Brazil. When I saw that, my heart sank because I didn't know what it meant for Chile. I didn't know what it meant for Ecuador. I didn't know what it meant for Argentina. I didn't know what it meant for any of these countries where a lot of our more progressive leaders were starting to emerge. Well, the fact that the largest economy in South America has seen the light and saw the evil of the right-wing MAGA, uh, MAGA copying Bolsonaro, Lula da Silva is up by 12 points. All these leftwards movements that I've seen across the world are starting to galvanize. Even, in, in, even the conservatives in, uh, in England, and you know conservatives in England is equivalent to the neoliberals, neoliberal Democrats in America. Conservatives are neoliberal Democrats in America. Actually, <laughs> conservatives are more progressive than neoliberal Democrats in America because they believe in socialized medicine. They believe in the, uh, health, the NHS, the national health system. But that Lula is coming into power, that Lula is likely to be the next president of Brazil, it actually means that throughout South America, throughout Central America, if the powerhouse in that region has veered 
progressive, veered of the people. He will present the template for progressives running in Chile, Ecuador, Uruguay, Paraguay, uh, Argentina, Colombia, Venezuela, and every other country in South America, leaving the United States as that country moving in that direction because the hemisphere will. Important. The hemisphere is moving towards realizing we have to take care of people. Robert Davenport, thank you so kindly for that super chat. Robert Davenport has just provided us with a wonderful super chat. Thank you for that super chat. I'm going to try to get it up there. Yesterday, I wasn't fast enough to get it up there for sis our, uh, what do we call her? Our sister? Bridge MCP. We call her Sister Something. I, I forgot what Eric named her. Sister Something. But thank you so kindly. He says, freedom isn't free. You got to pay the price. You got to sacrifice for your liberty. Up with the people. Spread the word. And Robert Davenport, with that super chat you've just provided us, you are one that put the dollars, like Bridge and many of other supporters here in Politics Done Right. I thank you guys for making sure we can continue to do this. And when I say we could not possibly do this without you, and by the way, it's time for me to do my ask anyway. Thank you, Robert Davenport. Thank you so kindly for that super chat. And now it is time, as Dev told me, Egberto, get busy. All right, folks, please support us. There are several ways to support us. First of all, please consider supporting us at PayPal. That is politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Uh, alternatively, we also take support at Patreon. Some people prefer using Patreon. Some people prefer using uh, PayPal. PayPal, we get the best bang for the buck. Secondly, by, uh, by Patreon, politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Also, you can, if you are on YouTube right now, go ahead and click that Join button on YouTube and please become a part of our PDR Posse. We've had a little drop off in the last uh, couple of days. It would be great if you guys could pump her back up and become supporters on uh, YouTube very cheaply. Just go ahead and click that up arrow. Likewise, you can support us on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, you can support us by going to politicsunright.com slash YouTube. Buy our Memory or stuff like you know, politics and right t shirts. I have the hat coming in, they, they lost the first version, but my hat's coming in the, t the, the cap and all that good stuff. You can get caps, all kind of stuff at our store. How do you get there? Go to politicsdoneright.com slash store, politicsdoneright.com slash store. Alternatively, get our books. As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right wing doom. We talk a whole lot of good stuff there. Uh, how to talk to your right wing relatives, friends, and neighbors, as well as guess what. How to make America Utopia take away the economy from those who rigged it. And you know I've always had my weight problem. I never usually do this in my political show, but I will. Hey, lose weight and be fit now. That one is, was a good story on how I took a whole lot of weight off that I have to remember again. Anyhow, anyhow, anyhow. Uh, Willies want to get hat. Does it have sizes? I think the hat is adjustable. So you just have to go ahead and get the hat. It's adjustable. You should love it, my dear sister. Uh, anyway, so to get to our store, I already posted that. And by the way, you can get all of our books. And please get the books. Look, reading all these books would even make our conversation that much more fruitful. So go to politicsandright.com slash books and pick up the books. And don't forget, I'm heading off to Pittsburgh tomorrow. The star of the show tomorrow will be Chuck Cruz running for 
is running for uh, Congress. And likewise, as well, we're going to have Bridge MCP with she is getting good on Medium. I placed it on Medium last night as well. And I've gotten some some hits on Medium from Bridges, um, just her article, not the interview, because the interview is not live yet. On uh, it's still for members only. So if you're a member of our PDR Posse on Politics and Right, you can already see Bridges' interview. It goes live tomorrow on uh, on. You guys are going to see it live on the show tomorrow. Bridge MCP's interview, and then she goes live on KPFT ninety point one on the Pacifica Networks over the air. She will be live. On Thursday. So, Bridge, you're going to be in style, girl. Anyhow, um, so folks, please also, and if, by the way, if you have something to say where an interview is warranted, like Bridge had something very, very, very important to say. She gave, she taught us something about uh, life in, in, in Ireland and the true side, another side of the Northern Ireland story that I think needed to be told. All right? And she did a great job of doing that. She will be live tomorrow, so y'all be prepared and come see our sister on the interview that she provided. And like I said, it's also going to be on KPFT. We're doing fundraising at KPFT to build our new studios out there as well. Remember, all this stuff we do is a volunteer thing depending on you. Because we want to tell the truth. We don't want to be owed to anybody. Uh, Support my trip to Netroots, please, Pittsburgh. Here is the link. I'm about to put that back in right now. Uh, we're way behind on, on collecting on the, on the trip. So my credit card and high interest rates on that one is going to go up until we actually get that done. So I ask you so kindly to help fund us on that trip. So you guys have been wonderful. Now, um, I am going to be flying early out at a, very early out tomorrow. I'm going to be preparing two different shows tonight. Uh, probably going to give you, uh, giving you guys some updates on the road. I'll probably give you some live shows. I'll be coming on live. You know, I'm going to be coming on live using our our stuff. You know, um, meaning it's going to be Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitch, several times during the day, because I want you guys to see what's going on out there. I want you guys to be a part of what's going on out there. So I'm going to try to give you that experience that um, of being in this sort of an environment. And letting you see what's going on in real time. I'll be going on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. So I hope you enjoy that. This is what you guys have paid for. This is what you guys have supported. You guys are instrumental in making sure America hear the other side, the true story. So I want to thank you so kindly. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel. And number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.